Hello, ladies. Welcome to 633 Podcast. Why do we call it that? We call it that because we believe Matthew 633 that says, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. I'm Sharon McComb, Certified Life Coach, and I have partnered up with Faith Coach Kimberly Bellrose to wake up the believer on the inside of us to be living like we believe. We co-host episodes called Coaching Works with the hope that we can bring awareness of this profession of coaching and what coaching can do for you. We share what is done for us. We share our experiences and testimonies. And we testify that we, it, coaching can help anybody with anything, no matter what the topic. Kimberly also does her own episodes called Wake Up. They follow her journey with the Message Bible, with her ear wide open to Holy Spirit's revelation and breakthrough for our lives. But today is Checkmate. These are my episodes that I do to discuss the many ways that we get stuck in life. I talk about my own personal experiences and I share my tips and my training on how we can tackle these stuck points and be free to live the life that Jesus died to give us. So today we're going to talk about um, a stuck point that I just ran up against in my own life. And I say that um, because I want you to know that when I do these podcasts, um, I'm not just saying, you know, this is what you need to do because I'm the expert and you need to learn this. That's not my approach at all. That's not my intention. Um, Very often, uh, what I'm talking about is something that I've just gone through or been reminded of and had to go through again and again and again, um, or something that I've just learned. Um, And I'm no different than the rest of you. Uh, I think in this life, we have to often repeat um, the steps to learn how to be um, the kind of person that God created us to be, to live in freedom, to live in power, to live um, the life that Jesus gave us by dying on the cross for us. And so it's an ever-ending journey with Holy Spirit to guide us. And when I do my podcast, I believe that Um, because I do it with a lot of prayer. Um, I believe that it's Holy Spirit helping me to decide what to talk about. I pray that he always gives me words to say that are going to be meaningful to someone listening to the podcast. And I, I also pray that it, it's going to help you. And I think that, um, my experience today is going to speak to somebody out there today. Um, so just recently, um, my girls presented me, um, with a little gift and they came in and, uh, they were so pleased with themselves and they were pretty much jumping out of their boots with excitement. And they said, we got something for you. And, um, I was surprised. I was excited. 
you know, it's always nice when your stepkids like you enough to do things for you. Um, and so, you know, I said, oh, wow, what'd you do for me? What do you got? And so they handed me a gift certificate uh, for two complimentary sessions with the strength and conditioning trainer that they have been going to and working with probably close on to a year now. And I was a little bit stunned. Um, I didn't know what to say. I just kind of stood and looked at it. Um, I do podcast, and so you hear my voice a lot. And you probably, you know, unless you've really looked at my uh, cover for my podcast, you may not know what I look like. But I'm just going to be honest and out there. I am not um, in very good shape. Physically, I'm certainly not in shape to go lift weights and and um, and work out with a strength coach. Um, and for you know almost a year now, I've been watching these girls come in the door from their workouts, and they're sweaty and they're worn out, and and you know they're talking about bench presses and and rack pulls and um, and deadlifts and. And I'm like shaking my head thinking, why are you doing this to yourself? Oh my goodness, you know, never in a million years would I do that. And so here I am presented with two free sessions with this fellow and they're pleased as punch. And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be really good for you. And, and we think you're really going to like it. And I said, are you trying to kill me? He's going to kill me. Like, I can't do those things. And they're like, oh, sure you can, you know. And, and they had so much more faith in me than I had in myself. And so I'm standing there wondering how I'm supposed to handle this. And, um, and I mean, that was my initial reaction. Are you kidding? Um, but they looked so happy that <laughs> it didn't really want to rain all over their braid. And so I, I didn't really say much else. But between me and you, my second reaction, my secondary reaction, um, was panic. And I'm not even joking. Um, this panic kind of started to fill me up. And um, I very quietly um, began to pray because, I mean... It was almost instantly I was full to the brim with panic and fear. And I didn't really know what to do. So, I mean, that's my go-to pray time, right? So I'm just praying, God, you know, I don't know what to do with this. I don't see myself doing this. You know, how am I going to do this? God, just help me be calm. Help me be calm. And so um, the girls are like, are you going to go? And I asked myself that question. I thought, good question. Am I going to go? I said, I'd think about it. And, then, and they took that. They're like, okay, good. Just think about it. So um, I want to tell you, I thought about it. And I was not very long before I realized this was a stuck point. I was stuck. 
because I was fearful. And so the next day, you know, I had stewed on it all night and I talked to my husband about it. And um, and he just, of course, said, whatever you think you should do, you know, it's very supportive. Um, and and so I got up in the morning and I was journaling and I just I, I thought, OK, I got to I got to figure out why I'm stuck. I mean, he's literally not going to kill me. And I know that. Um, and I know the girls um, are being trying to be helpful, you know. So I sat down. I started to write down my feelings and my thoughts about it. And I asked God to show me clarity and to wade through the fear and clear it away. And so I came to some conclusions. And I'm not going to lie. The fear did not leave me completely. Every time I wasn't paying attention and I I thought about going to this trainer, fear would rise up. And I would have to take authority over that fear and say, no, I am not going to be afraid. But that was after some work with God. That was after some work in my journal and asking myself some really hard questions. Um, a stuck point like this where you are stopped by fear. And it's like, it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of failure. It's fear of rejection. It's fear of being embarrassed. Um, I went through all of those. I think the fear that I had was all of those things. And lots of times we, we come into a place where we are stopped by fear. And fear can look different ways. It it doesn't always overwhelm you from the inside like it did for me that evening. Um, it can just be uh, a hard no. It can just be a hard stop. I can't do that. Or that is not even possible. You know, or I can't even imagine myself doing that. I mean, that's one that hits me a lot. You know, it's like because I can't see myself doing that, then it's a no-go, right? I'm stuck. Um, other people might say, you know, it's too hard. It's too hard for me. And that could be uh, taking on a new job. It could be uh, changing uh, a habit. It could be learning something new. Um, you know, but the stuck point is... It's too hard. Um, any of those things that stop you like that are from fear. I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It's fear. It's either fear of failing. You know, it's too hard for me, so I'm not going to try because I might fail. So I'm not going to do that, right? Um, I can't do that is the same. Uh, I can't even imagine it. Right? It's out of my scope of imagination. It's not what I pictured for myself. Right? That's fear of the unknown. Um, it's not possible. It's not, it's not even possible for me to be able to do that. Or that somebody else might do that for me. Right? Um, so these are, these are all fear. And they get us stuck in life. And if we can't move past the fear, 
that's stopping us from whatever it is that's come up in our life, um, then we're not going to move forward. So let me tell you, how many of you know that in the Bible, God tells us, do not fear. 365 times. I read that somewhere. I didn't count them myself. But that's a lot of times. That's one for every day, every year, right? So I think that means we're not supposed to fear. <laughs> you know, he's oftentimes he's he's doesn't always say things in a clear, concise way. He beats around the bush. He makes things complicated. But this is not one of those times. He says, do not fear. I am with you. God is a big God, you know, and I mean, there's all kinds of saying, sayings out there that support that, right? All kinds of scriptures that support that. And fear can paralyze us and keep us stuck in life unless we believe what God says about it. And that is that his perfect love casts out all fear. So what does that mean? So that's where I found myself that morning with my journal. Asking myself that very question. If perfect love, his perfect love, casts out all fear, what does that mean to me? How does that apply to this situation? So I think what I came up with is that um, another whole scripture, which is, I can do all things through Christ, who gives me strength to do them. So I started to look at the um, sessions with this fellow um, from a more positive perspective. And in coaching, we talk a lot about perspective. And, you know, just a slight shift in your perspective can change a lot. And so I decided that I was going to shift my perspective on this um, proposition um, so that it lined up with the scripture that says... I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So if Christ was sitting in the room with me, I'm thinking and I'm journaling this, would he want me to try and go to this strength trainer? So then the question of motive came along. And sometimes when we're at a stuck point, um, it's good to just sit down and take a look at it, uh, step back from it, sit down and take a look at it. Because sometimes motive is, is part of being stuck. Because I believe that um, very often when we hit something that brings up that fear, that, um, that stuckness in our life, that probably we're not there by accident. Um, and I know that that's true for me in this instance. Um, very often when I'm coaching, I say, well, you know, tell me what happened before you got to the stuck point. You know, that might be relevant to what got you stuck. And lots of times, I mean, there are, um, there are things that might have come up before, you know, uh, are there thoughts or feelings or experiences or events around 
what's brought on this stuck point. So for me, for example, um, I have really been trying to make my health a priority. And um, I've been doing this for some time and the girls have seen me do this and the girls have seen me working on this. And I have worked with my own coach on that. You know, how can I get my eyes off weight loss for the sake of weight loss and and focus on just being healthier, you know? And so that's something that I'd been working on. And I had been trying to look for some kind of community exercising programs, you know, but with COVID-19, not everything's up and running yet. And so, you know, I was I was just kind of toying with that idea when this opportunity was brought to me. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe it's not an accident. You know, maybe I'm here because of the things that have led up to this. Okay, so the girls knew I had been trying to think about my health more and be healthier. This was their um, trying to help out. Okay, but I don't, I, I actually honestly don't believe that's all there was to it. I mean, God uses all kinds of ways to put us where we're supposed to be. And so the perspective that I took was that I can do all things through Christ, who gives me strength to do it, especially when it's going to line up with what God wants for me. And I'm pretty sure God wants me to take care of my body. Okay, so I'm going to, just to be fair, I'm going to tell you, this revelation really didn't make me happy because I still could not imagine me going into a gym full of weights and 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 barbells and all those things and working out, okay? It's just not who I saw myself as. So I really wasn't thrilled, but I decided, okay, maybe it is possible. Maybe I just need to change my thinking. So once you've sat sat down, stepped back from the issue and sat down and looked at the issue from the idea of motive, from the idea of has something led me up to this, right? Then you want to seek the truth. You want to say, God, what's going on here, right? So on the issues of I can't, you want to ask yourself, is that really true? I really can't? Or is it that I don't want to? I won't, right? I can't is different than I won't or I don't want to. So what's the real truth, right? Um, it's too hard. Ask yourself, is it really too hard? Is there a way that I could make it so it's not so hard? You know? Is this even, you know, something that I could break apart into pieces and try a little bit at a time? You know, when you're looking at it from, is it really true? Then it, you know, you can sometimes see where the, where the fear behind that is just shaky ground, right? Um, I can't even imagine it. Well, what's the truth there? You can if you try right? It's just you never have. And so you're going to seek the truth. 
And when I sought the truth, and I took it before God, and I prayed about it, I mean, he he wants us to be healthy. He wants us to take care of our bodies. Clearly, you know, that's not something that I was being obedient in. Um, although I had been starting to think about that and starting to work on that. And so suddenly here was this opportunity to go and work with a strength and conditioning coach for free for two whole sessions just to see if I want to do it. There's that uh, breaking into tiny little pieces, right? And I'll just try the two free sessions and see how I do. So I decide, okay, I'm going to go. My girls were extremely happy. I set up the appointment. Every time I thought about it, I got a little bit uh, stressed out. <laughs> but, you know, you learn how to positive self-talk yourself into doing what it is you think you need to do. And so I started to just build myself up. You know, I started to psych myself up. You know, I can do this. You know, it's, it's not too hard for me. I can even imagine it a little bit as long as it's not, you know, lifting 200 pounds. I, I can probably lift five pounds, you know. And, and I mean, the one time when I was really struggling, it was early in the morning of the day that I had my appointment. And I'm thinking, I can't, I can't lift anything. I'm not, I got no muscles. What are you even thinking about? You know, I went over to the cupboard and I got out my bag of potatoes, which was full. So I'm lifting 10 pounds of potatoes with both hands and then with one hand and then the other hand. And I'm like, see, you can so lift 10 pounds, right? So whatever you got to do. So I get to the appointment and um, as soon as I walked in, my stress levels went through the roof. Everywhere I look, it's mats, it's uh, weights of every size, there's... Um, there's those balls that weigh a lot, you know, medicine balls or whatever you call those. Everywhere is mirrors. And uh, my girls had said, dress like you're going to a workout. So I had a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and my running shoes on. And, and I'm looking in one of these mirrors thinking, oh my goodness. <laughs> Full length wall, wall mirrors. And I'm like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> But I want to be honest. This trainer knows his stuff. He said to me, you need to calm down. Just take a couple deep breaths. All I'm doing tonight is an assessment. And I said, that's supposed to make me feel better. And he just laughed. He says, well, you don't have to do very much. He said, and I'm not testing you. I'm testing where you're at with what you can do for movement. And so he ran me through this little um, mobility thing to test how mobile I am, to test uh, my movements and how much I can move without pain. Or uh, he also looked at my balance and things like And the more we did it, the more comfortable I became because I realized um, – he wasn't asking me to do anything I couldn't do. And by the end of the session, um, he gave me a positive spin 
on the very fact that I I don't I'm not flexible and my movements are not um really very good without some pain. And so, you know, I'm looking at it negatively. He put a positive spin on, gave me some exercises to go home with when we booked our next session. I walked away feeling like this isn't just something that I can imagine doing. It's something that is possible and that I would like to do. Oh my goodness. Talk about a change around. But what happened there? Why was my takeaway attitude so different than my going in attitude? And and so much different, again, from my original attitude towards the whole idea. It's because I was faced with the reality. Okay? I don't know how many of you have ever heard this saying, but fear, F-E-A-R, stands for false evidence appearing real. And fear gets us to think the worst possible scenario about anything. That gets us stuck in our tracks. That prevents us from trying new things. It prevents us from moving into things that will help us to grow or to expand our lives or to change something that you know is no longer serving us for something new and unknown. Fear is going to stop you every time because it's going to tell you all these lies about what it might be like. Right? It's false evidence of reality. One of the best ways to overcome fear is to actually see what's true. And you can only do that by pushing through the fear and seeing what it's really like. It's like calling fear's bluff. And that's what I'd managed to do. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's going to be all roses and sunshine. There's going to be parts that are still going to be hard. There's going to be parts that, you know, are still going to be something that I tackle thinking I can't do this. But I also think that with this opportunity that I've had, if I take little wee bits, right? That's the whole idea of fitness. That's the whole idea of getting healthy is that you do it a little bit at a time. When you're changing a habit, you do a little little baby steps at a time. You don't change everything. You change one thing at a time. And as a coach, I coach my clients to break their goal down into little process steps. So you do it a little bit at a time. So that by the time you reach your goal, right, you're not, you haven't been focused on the main goal. You've been focused on these little goals. And all of a sudden you're at your goal and you're like, oh my goodness, I made it, right? Well, what if, you know, down the road, six months, I'm lifting a hundred pounds on a barbell and I it hits me. Oh my goodness, I can do this. Right? But I didn't walk in there last night and do that. I have to start and do little wee baby steps. And so when you hit the stuck point of I can't do it or it's too hard or it's not for me, then 
That's what you need to do. You need to stop. You need to look at what it is and break it into little wee pieces. So if there's anything that I have um, shared with you tonight that resonates with you in your spirit, if it's there's something that's going on in your life where you're stuck because you think you can't do it, you know, you're faced with a challenge that you can't even imagine going through, then I hope that this has brought you some clarity, has given you a little bit of courage and a little bit of a um, a push to just step back from it, take a look at it, and shift your perspective slightly and say, what is true? Maybe I can do this. You know, what would Jesus want me to do? Jesus is going to be with me. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? And fear does not have to stop me. If you want a little bit of help, you know, reach out to me. That's my job. I'm a coach. I offer short 20-minute laser sessions to get you through things. I offer longer periods where we work on a on on a project. You know, if you want to move into an opportunity and you're fearful, you know, we can set up some appointments and we can walk you through the baby steps. My website is in the show notes, along with my email. It's www.wildflowerwomen.ca. Kimberly is also a coach. She'll tackle it from a spiritual perspective. And her website is www.wakeup... No, I'm wrong. <laughs> www.633-wakeup.com. And her email is also in the show notes. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. Right now, I just want to bless you for being here, for listening to these podcasts. I bless you for doing your part, which is sharing it with other people, leaving us encouraging comments in the show notes. Um, we just want to be part of your story and helping you to be free to live the life Jesus died to give you by waking up the believer in you. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.